Spell Lore is brought to you by listeners like yourself. If you want to check out more stuff or give us a support, go to www.pat. I'll start over. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like a fucking Alta Vista ad. Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half elf, he shifts his shape and wields a spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spout Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me, as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Up. All right, <laughs> playing Ving the Half Elf Druid, Paul Oppers. Well, now I, I. Okay, fine. Playing <laughs> Fat Billy the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. What, what did I miss? No, I, <laughs> no, no, Abdul just didn't say anything. Oh. <laughs> he took a deep breath and then looked away from me. I will say hi to everyone on behalf of everyone. Nice. When last we left our heroes, a confrontation between Ving and his father, mm-hmm. Dathaniel, the Ranger King. Things were tense off the bat. Nathaniel was not happy to be meeting his son at the mouth of a wizard's tower, so he asked him to join him at a cave further away. I mean, what dad would be? To find his kid in a wizard's tower again. (laughs) Yeah, right? Oh my god, you can't drag him out of these places. Uh, So Ving went to this cave, which appeared to be some sort of ancient neutral meeting place from long ago. Mm -hmm. Ving went into the cave, spoke to his father, had a very tense conversation during which Nathaniel unexpectedly made a plea to Ving to help him and in doing so complete his gesh. To destroy the Ranger King, Nathaniel proposed that Ving aid him in taking down the Court of the Woods in its entirety, destroying the title of the Ranger King, freeing Ving of his gesh, and also getting revenge on the organization that Nathaniel sees as being the reason for his torment. Uh, that torment coming in the form of some confessions about the nature of the relationship between Nathaniel and Ileana and Nathaniel's feelings for Ving. That confession taking the form of a vision that Ving got from a moonstone he threw into the fire using his new uh, advanced move, Night Moves, <laughs> in which he communes with the spirits of the sky. Seeing a battle at Hibernia through the eyes of Nathaniel, a pitched, terrible, bloody conflict that ended with Ileana in her polar bear form falling upon a spear wielded by Nathaniel in uh, an instinctual defense, and Nathaniel's attempt to uh, end his life in the conflict before being saved and forced to carry on. We returned to the fanny pack, uh, but we came back to the party making a breakfast slash picnic for everybody upon their return including a very parental interaction between Billy and Tuck as Billy attempted to pour granola. Uh, And a, for all intents and purposes, baseball game 
<laughs> in the uh, outdoor area, quote unquote, outdoor area of the Fanny Palace. Ving returned, explained the situation. After some contentious, argumentative conversation between Tuck and Ving, everybody agreed that helping Ving help his father and completing his gesh takes priority. Maggie said, All right, think I'm done here. I'm not here to take down a government that mm-hmm. I am not involved in. So she's going to go and put some feelers out and see if she can't gather some help mm-hmm. for what she sees as dark times coming. Yeah. And the party mounted their individual Thunderbirds and took off into the skies. Here is where we find our heroes now, is on the back of Cloud Piercer, coursing through the air towards the Boreal Reach, which is a paltry distance to Cloud Piercer. Mm-hmm. You will get there in less than a day for sure. Okay. How's everybody feeling on the back of this bird right now? Billy is like kind of like a frozen... <laughs> shape of himself <laughs> like all the wind and moisture up in the sky is just frozen a crust over him and it's just kind of two spots for his eyeballs and uh-huh. two for his no nostrils perfect uh-huh. we're yeah. bad parents <laughs> so there's down everywhere we could have done something <laughs> we're basically riding an arcteryx jacket <laughs> 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 I do like the idea that there is a bird in Cloud Piercer's army called Arcteryx. Oh, I love that. It's, he's the fluffiest one. Yeah. He's the fluffiest, warmest one. Oh, that's so cute. And he is impossible to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> he's so arrogant. He's so arrogant. Pretentious. Hello, I am Arcteryx. You know, down is really the warmest kind of feather. That's why I still have all my down, because it's warm, not because I haven't shed it yet. <laughs> How are Tuck and Ving feeling? Uh, Tuck feels good. Yeah. He's not cold or anything. He's, still, yeah. he's just Tuck. For sure. He knows where we're going and who we're going to fight. That's all he really needs. <laughs> right. That's a good point. He's got a target. He knows that this is going to get Ving out of his gash. That's good. Yeah. And also, the Gibbous Man is out there mm-hmm. and trying to destroy the world. So that is a big thing that, you know what? He'll deal with it when it happens. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How's Ving? Uh, Ving feels considerably light. Oh. The confrontation was building for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And here he is dealing with that in some sort of form. So he doesn't really know how to feel, but he knows it's the right way to deal with it. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, it's like, yeah, there's some uncertainty has been stripped away. So it's it's less like, a, oh, my God, what's going on with my life? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it feels good to some things happen. He's a little doesn't know what this core of the woods thing's going to look like, but mm. that's never stopped us. Yeah. From <laughs> doing we're going to do what we do. We're going to chaos and good and chaos, chaos our way <laughs> out of this. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So yeah, you guys have a deadline of you're supposed to be there in two days, but you're what do we or do we want to do a perilous journey to sort of see what's between here and there, or do we just want to go to the forest mm. and say two days pass, you camp for a day and meet Nathaniel? Yeah, I think I want to do a camp. I think that's fun. Yeah, where do people want to make camp? Uh there's a an old what do we call it winter camp. There's an mm. old winter camp outside of the Boreal Reach. Like a winter camp like a camp, like a campground? Yeah. Okay. So fun. Like a day camp. There's like bunks and stuff. I don't know if they still use it, but they don't use it this time of year. It's like for the rich kids who would um, 
be in the court. They would uh, go out there when the parents uh, were still working, but they weren't in um, school. Okay. okay. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Okay. Winter camp. Winter camp. Okay, so we're going to a winter camp. You give Cloudpiercer some directions to where you remember this place being. Yeah. And a few hours later, you see like you're approaching where the Great Forest is. So now it's you just see it stretching far into the distance. You see the boreal reach, all the like towering pine trees and firs that creep up over the mountains. You're high enough too that you can see the biomes in the forest change into the different like regions, the different groups of trees and the different kinds and areas of the forest. And at the very edge of this huge tree line, there's like a lake. And clustered around one side of the lake, you see snow-capped buildings that must be this camp that Ving talked about. And Cloudpiercer does a big arc, so you're, you take a look at the camp to make sure that everything's okay. Mm-hmm. You want to roll Discern Realities? Yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah. To make sure anybody. no one's around. Yeah. 2d6 plus wisdom. Okay. 13. Jesus Christ. Wow. All right. Yeah, Wee. you remember this camp. Yep. So no yeah, problem. So you, you would Ving lost his virginity at this camp. Oh yeah, I lost my virginity twice at this camp. <laughs> what should I be on the lookout for? You from this height and Cloud Piercer also looking. He's got like his eye pointed sideways as he's flying. Yeah, and he says there doesn't appear to be any footsteps, Ving. I think that the camp is empty. What here is not what it appears to be. You're not so sure, <laughs> because there are many things in the north. In a wide open tundra, camouflage is key. So you see a tree yeah. that you're like, that tree does not belong there. It's old, but it wasn't there before. Yeah. And as you're looking at it, it kind of shakes and a bunch of snow falls out of the branches. <laughs> like, it's, like it looks like if you could hear the tree, it would go, <laughs> and all the snow falls out of it. What happened here recently? So treants are a thing in fantasy RPGs. They're kind of like, let's not break the Tolkien IP. Ents, mm-hmm. it is a living tree. Mm. Let's talk about these things. Should we spell lore on them? Yeah, let's roll 2d6 plus uh, intelligence for spell lore. Thing, you probably know the most. I guess. Mm-hmm. Or Billy, because you're, 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 you're a, a tree. tree. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. I forgot. Uh-huh. And you were like the tree mechs. Like, I feel like you're... Yeah, I guess... Uh, there's a lot of tree-ness. Seven. Okay, seven. So interesting, but not useful. Based on our world so far uh-huh. i think that the treants or we can come up with a better name for them too i don't think they're technically actually trees because oh. i think a tree that has come alive is maybe just beyond the current state of the world you, you know think it's I mean? like a fairy or something different or it's mm. like yeah it's like a sentient being that more looks like a tree than it is a tree that has become a person what if they're really 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 old knowledge trees that gain oh. sentience through getting being injected with uh. all this knowledge of humans and people and cultures i mean maybe yeah it is a tree that over time has like become so imbued with knowledge that it became more sentient and is like i'm gonna go walk around what if these tree ants are the trees that surround a ritual spot? Like a uh, sentry almost? Like they guard a, a sacred spot? Yeah, I guess it's like the trees from a sacred spot mm-hmm. over the generations where like stuff happens. They gain sentience from that. Yeah. Cool. Maybe that Arbutus on Hibernia was a sentient yeah. tree. Yeah, totally. Possibly. Yep. And it'd be kind of cool if they don't move that often. Yeah. But occasionally because they are connected by like the root system. Sometimes they want to take like a vacation in a way. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's what around. Billy's saying. He's like, he probably just wanted to get away from like all the noise 
it's a nice lake and he's probably enjoying the sounds of the wind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i like it yeah i actually i like the name sentries yeah let's it's like a century. century yeah totally so what happened here recently as billy is like oh he probably just wanted a vacation is sometime in the last 40 to 50 years <laughs> this tree like wandered out of the forest and just came to sit next to the lake so it's Great. probably safe. You don't know. You know that these things aren't super dangerous. They're not really fast enough to be a threat in any way. And Tuck is like, okay, just as long as that tree doesn't catch fire, I think I'm fine. We <laughs> <laughs> go not near that tree. <laughs> so I guess um, we just don't build the campfire around that tree. Yeah, we're not gonna build a campfire when we go down there, right? Because uh, I don't want to maybe accidentally set a fire on this tree by accident. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm, I'm sitting. I'm sitting in the front, kind of like cradled between Ving, uh-huh. and I turn around so you can see my snowy face. I'm like, <laughs> why can't we have a fire? Oh my god, <laughs> Billy! Billy. Oh my god! Oh my god! Here. I, I reach around and I put him between us. <laughs> you, you said not to let go of Cloud Piercer. We didn't know you were so cold, though. Here, wear one of these, and Bing takes off one of the pair of mittens he's wearing. <laughs> You've had extra gloves <laughs> the whole time. time. I'm going to kill you, Lloyd. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so you guys land. Cloud Piercer sets down at the camp. And there's a collection of, like, um, what do elven constructions look like? Aren't they very like tree-y, like organic? Yeah, maybe mm. it's like more like the trees around the lake have been grown over time oh. into like... A lot of willow structures. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, living structures. Yeah, places that are like in like raised roots creating like little things and then trees that have been grown up mm-hmm. and like into roofs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you set down and the tree, this century, you hear it just like... <laughs> as it turns to look at all of you. Hello, old timer. Hello. Do you mind if we stay? Doesn't bother me. What's your name? My name's Leaf, and I'm just kind of taking in the sights. Thank you very much. (laughs) It's nice this time of year. I'm glad you didn't come in the winter. It can be very depressing. <laughs> this isn't the winter? <laughs> that is, I got. I have to come clean right away. That's a joke I stole from Eurotrip. So funny. Uh, it's good right. you kept the Bratislava in the summer. In the winter, it could be very depressing. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> when they go to Bratislava yeah. in Eastern Europe, and yeah. it's like a miserable, terrifying oh, place. Okay. Like, is there, is there a train here? Yeah. Yes, there is a train. They are building it now. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of my favorite characters in any movie. You are American? I love America. Hey, man, Miami Vice, number one new show. Can this be the treat? <laughs> yes, he can have this voice. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, yeah, that's pretty fun. Let's do that. Uh, okay, yeah. Hey, my name is Leaf. Welcome to camp. It's very, it's a nice time of year. It's good you didn't come during winter. Very depressing. <laughs> but, uh, what were you? Where are you coming from? Uh, oh, we um, we came from further north. I don't know. You might know this because you're super old, probably. I am super old, yes. It's true. You know a wizard named Adernak Allwater? Hey, name does not ring a bell. Okay, well, we were at their tower. It was a tower. You know that giant 
well of magic water way up north. Oh, the good water. Remember the good water? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The champagne of waters. Mm. There's a... Uh, he's, um, technically, is only champagne water from Champagne region of France. Oh, Otherwise, God. he's just sparkling magic. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, I'm not familiar with tower, but uh, yeah, I remember yeah. good water. Okay, yeah, that's where we were up at the good water. Mm. Do you have any good water? I do, actually. <laughs> you, yeah, you mind sharing with Leaf? Oh my god, if he like picks a root up out of the ground, just <laughs> like a little, little elephant trunk. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah I just let him sip out of one of my bandoliers. Isn't this the water that Perel puked out? Tuck! <laughs> it's, it's, it's still water. It's it re- still good. He reached like. <laughs> Like a root comes out of the ground and snakes towards you like a little elephant trunk and dips into the vial. Holy shit. Baby! <laughs> that is the stuff. I love it. We are new friends. Best friend. My name is Leaf and your name is what? Ving. Ving, nice to meet you, Ving. I'm Tuck. Yeah, Tuck. I'm Fat Billy. Fat Billy. Hmm. And the, you're like, Kirk, as the trunk like bends down. To like, uh, and he kind of pats around my head and sniffs around. I remember you. You remember <laughs> me? Oh, it's my old buddy. What's your, what's your name now? It's Fat Billy. Fat Billy, my old friend, Fat Billy. It was hard times when we were last hanging out. Oh, it was hard times, dark times, but we get through and we become stronger. Dark times. Dark times. But look how strong I am now. Look at you. Look at your new form. And Billy does like a little uh, slow twirl around so you can see all of me. Oh, so strong. <laughs> strong boy. Strong boy. I am strong boy now. Look at me. Leaf is doing pretty well as well. Not bad. Not bad. Not good. Not great. Not but not bad. And Tuck is like, wait, how do you guys know each other? Old friends. The Winter War. You guys fought in the Winter War together? The Winter War. Really? Yes, this was when Leaf was a sapling, a little, little sapling, <laughs> long s- time ago. I saved him from an arrow and from a stampede. Oh, he did. And then I, and then I returned it in kind when I slew, uh, uh, what the, what are those, uh, oh, stop, stop, uh, rock and stab. Oh, the golem. The golems. I slew a golem to defend my brother in arms. Oh, wow. It was a long time ago. Do you mind if we spend the night here? Not at all. I also am spending the night here. Okay. <laughs> Where are you going? I'm going out there. And he gestures towards the tundra. Be safe, Leaf. Oh, don't worry. It's going to take me a long time. <laughs> I have been passing through this camp for maybe 16 years now. (laughs) (laughs) Not that long ago, I feel I was just over there. You've gotten so speedy. You know, Leaf still got it. And he kind of like, a leaf comes down and slams into the trunk like, I'm strong, I'm fast. I have my whole life before me. You do. Well, please, pull up a log or rock. Take a cabin if you so desire. You are welcome at Leaf's camp. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's good to see you, Fat Billy. It's really good to see you, Leaf. And a little root comes up and wraps itself around your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Should we make camp? Make camp. Make camp is a move. And I'm going to make you do it. Okay. Do we roll for it? You do, in fact. Fun. 2d6? 
Uh, give me a sec. Let me Sorry. find. I'm just gonna roll a two d six. Just in everybody, advance. slow oh, down. Everybody, <laughs> slow down. Yeah, I got box cars. Whoa. I want to keep my roll. I'm keeping my roll too. <laughs> hey guys, guess what? what? Not how it works. <laughs> what? <laughs> just, you can't bank rolls. When you settle crime. into rest, consume a ration. No, this is what we're doing the make can't move from perilous wilds. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so it is similar. Oh wait. So when you settle into rest, choose one member of the party to manage provisions. I'll do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Billy's remembered <laughs> back to the jerky flying out. No, 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 no. I get it. Okay. So manage provisions. When you prepare and distribute food for the party, roll plus wisdom. 2d6 plus wisdom. I got 11. Whoa. Jesus Christ. Choose yeah. one from the list below. Careful management reduces the amount of rations consumed. The party consumes the expected amount of food, and the food you prepare is excellent. Describe it, and everyone who licks their lips takes plus one forward. Yeah. Which is always mm. the one we do. We're doing that one, and we're doing a weenie roast. Oh, fun. Oh, nice. A lum, lum, lum. <laughs> yeah. Did I lick my lips too early? No, that. I mean, we could describe the food a little bit. Oh. But it sounds like you're going to love it no matter what. Everyone yeah. describes their weenie roast. Yeah, everybody describe the hot dog okay. they're making. My wiener is cooked to perfection. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I got a really even sear on all sides uh-huh. of the wiener and it's just really good oh and it's got it's got the cheese inside oh, oh nice. I was gonna do cheese inside too this is so great yeah. yep alright let's hear your wiener I found a forked stick mm-hmm. made sure it wasn't alive mm. and accidentally now I have two Whoops, gotta eat them both. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> wow, he served himself a double portion. Double wiener. <laughs> Whoa. Fine. Oh, it looks who's in charge of the rations. Billy doesn't say anything just because Vinks had a hard day. Yeah, yeah it's totally. True. That's fair. I say, don't worry, I'll give you thirds, and then I eat both of the wieners. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, uh, I have in my one of my sacks, I got a little mustard seed. Ooh. Oh, nice. So I um, mix that up with... Um, you got a prickly pear. Yeah, I'm going to use the prickly pear. So Fun. I'll take that off of here. I'll use it. Like, well, it's not really oil, but I'll mash it up with these mustard seeds. And Delicious. Make mustard. Interesting. Uh, what about Tux Wiener? Uh, looks weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did it, like, explode on one end? <laughs> yeah, it really... Because Tuck... I uh, was too scared of getting too close to the fire. <laughs> so he, he made a really long roasting stick. So it's like out of control. Yeah, and he's like 40 feet away. Like all of and oh you God. two next to the fire, every time he moves a little bit, it whips around. <laughs> Gee, watch, watch oh. your wiener, pal. Yeah. Wiener control. Yeah. It's almost slapping us in the face. It's like, yeah, it's smacking into the fire a lot. And he's just trying to like get it an even distance away, but it's waving around a lot. Yeah. yeah. Live, a lot. live embers like flying out and like getting too close to Leaf and yeah. he's like whoa Leaf is like you're being smart stay away from fire fire is no joke and then this Tuck's is like, actually more dangerous Tuck's like that tree's gonna catch fire you guys gotta be careful I- boof <laughs> boof slap 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 <laughs> This hot grease everywhere. <laughs> and eventually it's just burned and ruined. Perfect just like in the streets of Macaw. <laughs> Alright <laughs> God, I forgot. (laughs) Great, perfect. Everybody gets plus one forward. Uh, All right, cut it out. Cut it out. You have beautiful teeth. You you do have have really nice teeth, dude. Can you not, though? Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Because we can't look away. I am enchanted. I'm hypnotized. My fingers were really salty for some reason. Mm. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's what Tuck says. <laughs> I ate the wiener with my hand. I didn't put anything on it, and it just tasted like mustard for some reason. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Ving has like mustard all of his face. Yeah. From uh, Tuck's wiener. <laughs> Uh, if you're bedding down in dangerous lands, this is the next part of the make can't move, which I would consider the North is always a dangerous place. Mm-hmm. Uh, decide on a watch order. Then the GM chooses one person on watch during the night to roll plus nothing. I could do. I haven't done watch really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you guys do at the camp? You just kind of vibe out. Yeah. So first, while I digest, I tell a ghost story at the campfire. Oh, Ooh. cool. Uh-huh. All right. Tell it. Tucks come close for this because he. Sometimes Billy's ghost stories are really fucking scary because <laughs> yeah. they paint quite the picture in your head. Yeah. Like that. And, and sometimes they're really stupid. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, Tuck likes both options, but some of them are spooky as fuck. Yeah. Okay, guys, do you want a funny ghost story tonight or do you want a real ghost story tonight? I want a real ghost story. Uh, sh- I want a really shoot. funny ghost story. <laughs> we, can, we can make it funny. Uh, it's, you can't have both. No, but I'll, I'll go with the funny one, because Ving said he wanted funny, and well, you seem to want funny. Well, now, I, but I shouldn't have asked. I should have just done what I wanted. <laughs> you just tell us the most recent ghost story you've heard, if you want. Okay, I'll tell you about the horn. Okay. Mm. The, the Ghost in the Horn by Billy. <laughs> <laughs> we all go, Ooh. There was once a dark elf general who stormed across the tundra, and he had one goal in mind to break his spear upon the skull of the first druid he came across. Ooh. <laughs> he was very scary. <laughs> his eyes were black yeah. to let in the light from under the shade of the canopy he lived under. And his skin was white like the snow, so he'd blend in with his eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Billy starts doing like little shadow puppets in the fire, firelight. Oh my god, they're uh, very articulate. They are very articulate, actually. They shine up against the trunk of um, leaf, and it shows like the elf as he sprints and turns into a wolf, Whoa. galloping Whoa. across the land. He comes across the druid in the dark of night as the druid sits and meditates in front of the fire, but before the spear pierces the head of the druid the druid whips his head around his body doesn't move and he casts a curse upon the elf whoa sick you shall burn in the depths of hell before i ever enter his arm falters and the spear crashes into the fire and bursts into an explosion of embers and through the smoke whistles an arrow that goes straight through the eye of the elf Whoa, what? And as he falls, his spirit remains standing. He tries to run, but his feet are rooted into the ground. Whoa. And he feels the heat of the center of the earth crawl up his roots and into his legs. And it's agony. The druid bends over and he puts his cloak of furs back on and he pulls from the fire a scorched mask. And he places it over his face. Whoa. So cool. And he approaches the elf spirit. And he says, forever you shall burn. And he opens the horn, breaks it in half. And the elf spirit is sucked inside. And the 
And Billy's like getting all nervous. He's like, oh, I'm trying to remember properly. And the druid feels triumphant as he carries the horn back to the fire, where over it sits a pot of metal. He dips the horn into the molten copper, and it seals the spirit inside, and forever he shall burn. The end. And then Chuck's like, really funny story going. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> like, I, pretty yeah. funny that he thinks, I'm going to get I'm gonna get the druid. Uh-huh. But then he gets shot instead. It's a hilarious story, Billy. Like, I who love... shoots him? Who St- knows? Who knows? It's hilarious, too. And I'm just arrow in the eye. <laughs> it's so funny. It's amazing. Yeah, real classic turnaround, <laughs> shoot him up. Leaf's branches, like, shake as he's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Stupid elf. I like the idea that Billy does the classic like ghost story ending where he's like, the guy said forever you will burn in hell. And since then he has lived in this horn. (laughs) 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 And then he fumbles it and it falls into the fire. (laughs) Billy pulls it out with the hot dog stick. and He's like, it's fine. It's fine. It's not burned. (laughs) It's fine. The on that's very cool. The, was it? Oh, the mausoleum yeah, yeah. reaching into the fire and pulling out the mask and putting it on is so fucking cool. Putting yeah. it on while it's still burning, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's like you can hear it sear scary. as it touches his face. So terrifying. Yeah, that was fucking sick. That was very great. The mausoleums were druids. I guess so. That's so cool. Mausoleums that dealt with the spirits of men instead of the land. Yeah, they were. They were um, exiled, as is tradition, by the druids Ooh. to wander alone. I think because oh. yeah, yeah, because they can't bring that sort of energy back to their their groups. Yeah, so maybe each clade of druids mm-hmm. has to sacrifice one of yeah. their their number. It has to yeah. be a volunteered position. Yeah, no one has to do it. Um. Okay, and then everybody what goes to bed. Yeah, great. Let's go for lunch. Except for Tuck, I suppose. Yeah, I don't want to go to sleep. Oh, yeah, after that. I'll just stay up (laughs) uh, and try not to dream about anything. So, Tuck. I'll take the watch. (laughs) I don't want to dream about your hilarious story, Billy, or else I wouldn't be able to fall asleep. Yeah, because it's so funny, right? (laughs) Because it's so funny. I'd be laughing so hard I I couldn't fall asleep. I'd be laughing so hard that tears are coming out of my eyes. Did you hear that? (laughs) And and out of my mouth and out of my butt. And then Tuck writes in his journal, Dear Diary, sometimes my son scares me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think that's a beautiful thing. Uh, okay, then I am choosing Tuck to roll plus nothing. A flat roll. 2d6 plus <laughs> jack shit. We all know I'm the luckiest person. Yeah. So this is great. Eight. Eight. I mean, I think Tuck has a really bad sleep. Uh, or doesn't sleep at all. Yeah, I think Tuck doesn't sleep at all. Yeah. So the stars in the sky, the moon passes in an arc. Every kind of like crack in the woods, because we're like we're on a lake that is like close to the woods of the boreal yeah. reef. So creepy. So yeah, everything in the night, I'm just like, it's probably not a burned man carrying a bunch of horns. Probably not that. <laughs> probably not a burned man wearing ghosts. And Tuck is talking to TLC, and they're also freaked out too. <laughs> oh man, especially because Billy's. He fell asleep curled up in front of the fire, spooning that horn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you remember Do you remember when we were in a mall? Oh god, mall was so fun. So fucking sick, man. There's like taco places and like an arcade and shit and that fucking ripped. That was sick. It was so sick. And now and I mean like you look up at the <laughs> night sky and the stars and the moon and the coronet and you're like, 
there's everything that's a problem for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Just, right. Even the night sky brings no comfort now. Because it's like, yeah, there's everything that we're fighting against or for. <laughs> so you're just sitting there gripping TLC. Yeah. And they're like, man, I miss being in a city. Remember the city where everything was safe? <laughs> and you could hear people dying sometimes, but you knew what was killing them. <laughs> it was just another person. And there was no darkness. Remember the cities where it's just bright all the it's time? It's never dark. And then eventually the sun rises. Yeah. And you do find some comfort in that. Yeah. But not the comfort of a good night's sleep. Yeah. You feel like shit. Oh. Do I need to take a debility to anything? Um, Constitution? Nope. nope. Okay. Just uh, just remember. That I feel like shit? Yeah, but you're feeling okay right now. Yeah, and that's what I tell everybody. <laughs> You've got, I, like, dark hollows under your eyes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I, I have dark hollows under my eyes, and then also the axe has dark hollows under its <laughs> eyes. <laughs> we both look like shit somehow. The crystal spike is a little droopy. <laughs> yeah. Like, like an orca's fin. Yeah. Aww. Exactly. Right. Aww. Yeah, totally. And, the yeah, the copper looks, like, kind of like burnished, mm. like, kind of, like, yeah, corroded. Shitty, yeah. A little shitty, yeah. Yeah. little green. Yeah. On the edges, maybe. Totally. It looks like it's sweating. <laughs> the axe looks sweaty somehow. <laughs> and uh, Leaf kind of creaks around and goes, Oh, boys, you don't look so good. And I go, well, I feel fine, Leaf. Okay, well, just be careful. You and the little ones in there need their rest if you're going to be prepared for the dangers of the north. And then Tuck's like, fuck. <laughs> What dangers are you talking about? The dangers of acidic soil. <laughs> Very dangerous. Water with too many minerals. Dangerous sometimes. Or like a bug that gets in your bark and digs around in there and it's like, get out of there. <laughs> sometimes a squirrel goes inside your branches and bites on you. <laughs> you gotta watch out for that. Some homeless man walked towards you with axe. And you go, whoa, buddy. Well, not for me, okay? You know what I mean? So be careful. Okay. Out there, get some sleep. Your axe needs sleep as well, okay? Thanks, sleep. Hey, no problem. Just keep that axe away from me. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm not going to cut you down. Okay, great. And you see it's like, like its roots are like, like it's moving forward maybe a millimeter. Yeah. It really wins him. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Uh, bright new world. New darts to dig in. New bugs to piss off. <laughs> what are Ving and Billy doing now that the sun has arisen? The sun comes up to Ving doing his morning stretches and exercises. Oh, beautiful. Billy's he also trying to do morning stretch. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you see your, your, uh, your traveling companions, your closest people doing stretches next to the frozen lake. Uh, Tuck... Goes up and oils Ving. He's <laughs> doing stretches. He usually does this when he's exhausted. Oh, he didn't sleep at all. I don't think so. Look at his eyes. They're haunted. Oh my God. What could I have said? It was probably that hilarious story you told us right before sleepy time. <laughs> was it? You know, I was thinking as I was falling asleep, maybe it wasn't that funny. <laughs> it's not your fault, but it was pretty spooky. <laughs> And you guys have, you know, a day, basically. You're supposed to meet Nathaniel at the edge of the Boreal Reach. Do we think tomorrow morning or tonight at, like, dark? Oh, tonight at dark. Tonight sure. at dark. dark, for sure. Midnight. Okay, so I guess you're near the edge of the Boreal Reach now. Actually, Ving, unbidden to your mind, 
you just remember a place. You're like, this is what he means. When he says, meet me at the edge of the Boreal Reach, he means this place. Mm. What is this place? It's a ceremonial place where people leave for their winter walk. Ah. You'll leave the forest on the edge of the tundra. So you know that he sees that as a place where you would return to the forest. Mm -hmm. So that is where you have to meet. That's sick. Yeah. And it's going to take you probably the better part of the day to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, did Cloud Piercer like drop us off and fly off or is he, he nesting uh, nearby? Right. If we're too close to the forest now that like the elves would spot us on Cloud Piercer and we want to maintain the element of surprise, we might have to hike the last bit. And Cloud Piercer agrees. He was sleeping on the ground <laughs> near all the huts <laughs> this night and says... You are all correct. I am far too big a target for you now. I will take to the skies. Are you going to go back and fight Thronebreaker? Thronebreaker still gathers his strength. You dealt him a devastating blow. Okay. But his forces rally in the skies. Do you you have to return to your war? I have to return to my war, but I will come when you need aid. Uh, Ving says, here, will this help in your fight with Thronebreaker? And he hands Cloudpiercer the shard of the Bezor that he took from... Thronebreaker. Mm, it may. I know not how, but it couldn't hurt. Hmm. Jam it in the necklace that I wear. I hope this comes in handy. I hope it does too. There is nothing left for me to do here. <laughs> <laughs> and he slowly, awkwardly extends his wings. Is it just me? Is it always awkward when he leaves? He's not good at goodbyes. <laughs> Fair goodbye, my <laughs> allies. I'll see you in a while. See you soon. Good. I, I'm gonna. Kaka! <laughs> he takes to the skies. Good luck. Oof. Wow, that's a big ass bird. What? You didn't see him when we landed? <laughs> he was behind me. Oh, I couldn't turn around okay. fast enough. But there's a big ass bird. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Glad he didn't come in here, right? And <laughs> poop all his bird poop. <laughs> So it's a nice morning, huh? It's a beautiful morning. You remember the morning after the battle of... I shouldn't say. It's okay. I do think about it, but I try not to. It was a bloody morning. The sun ran red with the blood of our enemies. Sky reflected red as well. Yes, it did. Many lives were taken and lost on those days. A lot of life in that tiny little body and brain. Is amazing. You have not yet. Sorry, what? He's amazing. He's little ball. He haven't. Is that a possibility? Yeah, they haven't changed. You know, I feel it. Who wants to? Sometimes. You fairies, you have to be careful of these things. I know. Anyway. Yep. Time to be hitting the old road for me too. We got a long hike ahead of us. Was wonderful to see you again, Billy. I will see you again soon. And he reaches out a little root. And I. Reach out my little hand. Shake. Uh, shake. Okay, time for Leaf to go. And all his roots. Oh, and he man. moves another millimeter. <laughs> oh, boy. It was nice to see my friends, but now they are far behind me. May the wind be Jesus, all- you're still here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Oh. I forget, like, you know, the speed of which you travel. He's natural. Don't I worry. Know. I was just only going to say, may the wind... Be always at your back. And may the roots beneath your feet never find sugar. <laughs> may the roots <laughs> beneath your feet find good water and sugars and little bugs. Thank you. Fare thee well. Fare thee well. 
okay, you guys, we should probably go so he doesn't get confused again. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it feels like he starts a conversation literally every 20 seconds. He does. <laughs> And you pack, you grab your pack, and you head off we into the sneak, snow. We sneak away as quietly as possible uh-huh. so he doesn't start talking to us again. <laughs> Friends, where do you go? <laughs> uh, and you head off east uh, along the tree line. And uh, now that you're close like this and walking along the trees, um, Vang, I feel like it's maybe weighing on you a little bit. You're like, fuck, I'm actually back here. Actually back in the forest. I didn't think I'd ever come back here. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Tuck says, because he can see, like, Vings in his own head. I mean, yeah, good. A little in my head. A little distracted, probably. I don't know. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) Tuck's like, I'm fine. I'm not going home to the place that, like, all of my trauma lives. Do you want to... You don't really ever talk about what uh, your life was like when you lived in the Great Forest. I know. I guess guess not. I mean, we can talk about it if if you think it would help. Do you think it would help? Would it help you? I mean, that's all that matters. I mean, it might. I don't make that a practice of mine. But if you guys think that would help. So Billy tries to like prompt you. Yeah. And to, to see if it helps. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's try this so, out. So, and how do you feel about that? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> about what? That. <laughs> of what you're thinking about. Use lightning in a bottle what? on him. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Yeah, Tuck says that to me. He leans uh-huh. down and I, I'm like Yeah, I ask. I'm like, can you use lightning in a bottle on Ving to uh, like force him to do therapy right now? <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. This Before is amazing. We go. Otherwise it can be a pretty awkward hike, I guess. Uh Ving. Yeah. Can I Yes. Do, oh, did you hear us? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> We're walking together. Okay. I would love to try this. All right, lightning in a bottle, so which ro- one day we will use to not steal a thought from somebody. I know, but I'm getting it with permission now. Yeah, exactly. 11. Ooh, wow. I think because he said it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It comes much easier, you notice. You're like, oh, yeah, it's just kind of like untangling a ball of yarn. Yeah. It just, I don't even have to really do anything. The roots come out from mm. things body, yeah. I guess. Cool. Hmm. Oh, and maybe it's uh-huh. like, uh, oh, like a leaf, a leaf grows uh-huh. and like a, like a drop of dew rolls off it and reflected in the dew drop. You see this memory. Like a crystal ball. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. So I have to get really close up to it. <laughs> yeah. It's a tiny little dew drop. Mm-hmm. You're really crammed in there. Mm-hmm. And what memory does Billy see? Um, the day I left. Oh, that makes is, sense. Is that the one from when you left? Um. The forest, not oh. my mom. Mm-hmm. So when you and your mom left. Yes. Yeah. So small Ving, like child Ving, 11 or 12 in human Tween Ving. Um, maybe it's not that. Maybe it's something fun. It's a student play. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Ving is very nervous. He only has two lines. What were you playing? My father. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I was playing Holy shit. Ranger King and everyone thought it made sense, but I was like, this... Socks. Yeah. <laughs> this is insane. This feels really weird. This is an over. All the adults did not think this through. Uh-huh. <laughs> the drama teacher's in the back of the room all, while all the kids are getting ready, and she's just like dressed like a hippie drama teacher, and she's just like, 
oh yeah, this is bad. This is bad. <laughs> really, this was a mistake. Really oh, this got away from me, but I am committed to it now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm dressed with like a big fake nose on. Okay. Uh-huh. And I have you've, a ponytail. You've braided. got flour in your beard or like on your face to make it look like you have a gray beard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I have like um, the hood from a bear play that they did. They did um, the the dancing bear. Mm-hmm. Is that the name of a bar? The Bear in the Chair. The Bear in the Chair. Oh, yeah. Oh, sweet. Which is an old tale that they named the bar after. It's an old play. Cool. Oh, yeah. So it's a production that they did, The Bear in the Chair, and they just, I have like the bear's mask from the kid who played the bear Mm -hmm. on my face as a beard. Mm -hmm. Cool. uh, With baby powder in it. And I can't stop sneezing. (laughs) And I won't stop sneezing. Uh huh. And uh, I'm really, Ving's very nervous because in the play, he has to kiss. A girl. (laughs) Yeah. And the whole, I imagine the whole thing just, this is a very stressful memory. Like what we're seeing is a look at like the pressures of life in court. Sure. Yeah. 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 And I think that there would be fun if you guys were there. Yeah. That's, yeah. The, the, and the drama teacher comes up to you and she's just like, okay, Ving, I know this was maybe the, a bad call on my part as your teacher to make you play your dad, who is a very, difficult person to be mm-hmm. around i'm gonna be honest parent teacher conferences have been very tough for me uh, i mean i think it was a good being is very supportive of all her terrible ideas even uh, at the cost of his own well-being she's like okay all you have to do is go out there take out your sword mm-hmm. and say onward rangers for i am your king and i maintain this position not through political prowess but through strength of arm alone and this is what i am proud of God damn it, this was a terrible idea. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm playing the girl that Ving has to kiss, and she is so nervous because she's like, "Uh, uh, I'm going to kiss the prince. I'm just a lowly lady in waiting who also lives at court. I've never, I've never kissed anybody in my life Ving's except never kissed my dog, mm-hmm. um, except for her dog. <laughs> yeah, we've all just kissed my dog, so I'm just gonna. That was a weird party. <laughs> I'm just as she holds her fist up. I'm, I'm just gonna practice. <laughs> How do you move, teacher? How do you move your lips when you want to kiss? Oh my god, why did I do this? Do you open your mouth wide? Like that? Or is it like like you're like who like a like an owl? The drama teacher leads is sits down in front of this uh, nameless (laughs) child. Uh Well only nameless because we haven't given her a name. Her name is Her name is Wendy. Wendy. And she's like, Wendy, okay, here's the thing. Is uh, I have I, w- I have been going through a divorce. I've been making a lot of weird calls. Okay, uh-huh. so oh, this that, that was one of them. I should not <laughs> have told you that. But here's the thing. Okay, so this does not have to be like a a huge crazy passionate kiss. You and Ving Did are not. Did you say huge crash passionate crazy kiss? <laughs> you guys are both in front of me. It's like yeah. just here's what you guys do. Just give a little peck. Just like this, and she mimes it with her hands. Just a little peck, and then that's it. And then we can pretend that this didn't happen. <laughs> pretend this didn't happen. We're talking about there's shh, pulls the curtain aside. Three hundred people out there. <laughs> Three hundred people. Yeah, it's a huge soft sea theater. This is the Prince. People are uh, have to come to the people. Elves from all around have traveled to see this play. Yeah. Okay. So I was trying to figure out the culture. I think I've kind of sorted it out. Okay. At least thematically, I'm thinking like. 
chivalric medieval. Yeah. yeah. Like lords and ladies, knights, the rangers are these like led like they're the ones that range far this play is part of a tournament that Mm -hmm. a bunch of different houses came to so the play is taking place at the tournament, yeah. not a tournament of plays. No, so no, play it's not. Oh, my God. I was like, don't do that to me right now. <laughs> and the ranking of the families for the upcoming year depend on the outcomes of this whole tournament. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is starting to make more sense to me. So if we see like an elf city, I wasn't sure what those looked like, but we're talking like castles and shit like made out of trees. Yeah. Yes. Like, like castles trees that in grow trees. into castles and yeah. buildings held aloft. And maybe yeah. different cities are like you mentioned that you can see the different biological regions of the forest. Yeah. So they can they could be like the elm people, the uh, deciduous elves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they could be different regions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like if we see like a throne room in an elven king's castle, we're talking like throne room. Like oh, yeah. dude on a throne that's like, hello, welcome to my court. I think the high elves are like that. Yeah. Okay. I think like the different groupings it's very dependent on your environment. Yeah, yeah kind of Game of Thronesy. Yeah. So you go to the north and they're like, "Welcome to the Northern Forest. I yeah. am the king of the north." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. And I think like Nathaniel might be a bit different uh, because he might be like a lowborn mm-hmm. elf that mm-hmm. has gained status right, because yeah. he is deadly. Okay. Cool. I just needed there was some cultural stuff that I was totally. having trouble connecting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This makes sense to me now. Okay. So back to the play. <laughs> You guys just have to give each other a quick pick, a quick pick. Look at me, look at me, look at me, a yes. quick pick, yes. and then that's it. And so we we kiss until <clears throat> the sound of the owl, and then we stop kissing. No, just a quick pick. <laughs> Should we practice before we go on? <laughs> Teacher's like, I can't be here for yeah, this. Yeah, she's just like, I, she walks away. <laughs> she runs away. I think it's frozen. Your, your, with your fear. royal highness. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, if you wish it, if, if she curtsies. What? Do, do you think this is a good idea? We could just wing it. I mean, I, I think that it makes more sense to be more passionate. We're like, you know, what, what if we lose a match? Let's save it for the stage. Let's save it for the, for the, for the play. No, nothing yeah, personal. Right. No, you're right. You know, we want to bring realness to yes. the stage. Smash cut to the stage. The scene comes. <laughs> There's a halo of sweat around Wendy's mouth. <laughs> She's so All nervous. All the way around. Yeah. <laughs> Not just on the top lamp. Ving's looking at it like, kind of like, Gross. Yeah, the lanterns are hot, and she's nervous. Yeah. It's first kiss. She also had put a bunch of lip gloss on before to try and make it just the whole sea of shimmering yeah. bottom half of her head. And the big battle scene has just happened. A kid in a costume, like a war deer, uh, walks off stage, yeah. dragging behind him somebody that was playing um, a dead bear, a dead bear who's being dragged off. And Ving's character is holding a spear. And Wendy approaches, and you approach her. Line. <laughs> and the, the teacher's like, okay, just say, uh, for, she doesn't remember the script. <laughs> she's like, take out your rapier, take out your sword. Ching. Say by the sword upon which our great houses have been joined. I, Nathaniel of the Boreal Forest. To claim. To claim. The title of the Ranger King. The title of the Ranger King, in the name of my father, the Ranger King, <laughs> as so too unto the Ranger Kings, as per handed down from father to son for generations. Okay, just kiss. <clears throat> Do just... declare my love for you. Uh, uh, thank you, sir, for your proclamation of love. May I bequeath ye? You may bequeath oh, me. Kiss. Oh, okay. 
and she <laughs> keeps her eyes wide open. She's like, with pointing her lips at you. Is I'm it- ready, sir. <laughs> Staring ahead. And then like, okay. <laughs> Puts the sword away, but misses it and just drops it right on the stage. Fine, <laughs> <laughs> picks it up really awkwardly. I will now seal our houses <clears throat> with a kiss of truest love. Hurry! <laughs> <laughs> I close his eyes, leans in, and kisses her on the chin, <laughs> missing her lips completely. Uh, and stays there for a while, way yeah, too long. Way too long. And then we pull apart, and you hear the lip gloss like... <laughs> <laughs> he turns... Lips very glossy. Yeah. And all the parents in the audience <laughs> kind of clap. And there's one parent who's like, Whoa! Yeah! That's, yeah! that's, that's my daughter! That's Wendy's that's mom. Wendy, <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah! Fuck yeah, Wendy! Ving looks out. His dad's not here. Oh, there's, of course not. There's a seat that says reserved for Ving's dad. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even say the parent. And it's dad. empty. <laughs> and then we're back to the forest. Billy pulling away from the dewdrop. That teacher should not have put that play on. <laughs> yeah, that teacher was super irresponsible, dude. That was fucked up. <laughs> the political situation at the time was way too raw. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's uh, interesting. I, oh, okay, yeah. I, like, there's a lot of courtly stuff. Like, there were a lot of family. There were a lot of houses, families that were like, "This yeah. is bullshit." Like, this was a this was a travesty. yeah. There's a lot of political stuff that happens. Yeah, they're always the warring with each other, like mm-hmm. the plays in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you carry on across the woods, sort of reminded of the weight that existed in your life as a yeah. prince, and also the weight that you're probably walking into. And what you're trying to tear down. The rest of the day passes hiking, you know, passing out beef jerky and shit. You uh, carry on for another couple hours across the tree line. And uh, unlike his previous very stealthy moves, you hear across the snow coming towards you. (sighs) Oh, oh no. (laughs) And it is uh, Vic. (laughs) (laughs) Who finally, he pads to a halt in front of you and is like, oh, it's nice of you to arrive finally. I've been here for a long time. He's doing like a workout or something? Uh, Yeah, he's just, you know, going for a quick run to stay trim and sharp. Mm -hmm. As I require. You look really winded, man. Uh, It is the wind that ruffles through my fur as I sprint across the tundra. That is all. Okay. Well, sorry (laughs) we're late then. I forgive you. It's not a problem. Let's uh, go meet your mean father. <laughs> mean father. <laughs> Let us go meet your mean daddy. <laughs> daddy, no good. <laughs> uh, and night has fallen. The clouds have uh, passed over the moon and stars. The deep, dark depths of the great forest lie before you. As you arrive at the cleft in the trees that is marked the winter walk for so many years. What do we see as the party waits for Nathaniel? What kind of vibe have we got here? Ooh, I think that there are owls. I mean, I don't think there's that many animals in the vicinity, but I think because it's so so quiet and still, mm-hmm. you can hear it from like miles around. Mm-hmm. So you hear like owls hooting, mm-hmm. um, just like whatever paws are patting the ground and the leaves. Yeah. 
scurrying night creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of this place more than anything feels like a focal point for the spirits of the forest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the wind sounds like more alive than usual. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's something about the fact that this is a transition point uh-huh. and it's one that this society has used so many times. Like that the wind is constantly switching directions like a breath almost. <gasps> oh, yeah. So cool. Yeah. And as you're contemplating this, you realize that two trees away, a figure leans against the trunk, kind of carving at a what looks like a small piece of fruit, like an apple or something. Who's that? Oh, it's my dad, isn't it? <laughs> you made it. Pops the apple into his mouth, and you brought kind of gestures. They have names. Do you remember them? Tuck, Billy, Victor. Do you understand what you've signed up for? He says to you two. Um, y- yes, <laughs> sir. Billy's doing the mayor voice. <laughs> <laughs> I am the mayor. <laughs> I I know of which I walk into. <laughs> I mean, I know what I've signed up for. I mean, I, yes. Sorry. Sorry. Your Highness, I do a voice when I'm nervous. I'm trying not to do it. <laughs> and Tuck picks Billy up and he puts him like on his shoulder mm-hmm. just so he feels taller than Nathaniel at the very least. Yeah. And and Tuck's like, yeah, we know what we're in for. We're here to save Ving. And he looks back at Ving. These are the people you brought to topple the court. These are the only people I want by my side. And he nods and cuts another slice off his apple. What about the wizard? Burrell? Yeah. I've been traveling with a wizard. What about him? Can you trust him? I can, more than I can trust you. <laughs> All right. So what's your plan? All in due time. First thing we need to consider is that according to the ancient laws and covenants, the three of you cannot trespass in these woods. But if I were to take you in as prisoners, Mm-hmm. And he reaches into his pack and throws a length of rope to you, throws a length of rope to Billy, and a length of rope to Tuck. So you're gonna you're gonna take us into who the court? Take you to my court. And then what do you want us to do? Then we bring down the court of the woods. How do we know this isn't a trap for us? You think if I was going to trap you, I would just throw a piece of rope at you? That would be my whole plan? That's pretty easy. Easiest way. Do you three, from what I understand, are capable, and I have to admit, pretty dangerous. But the only way that I can get you where you need to be to do what I need you to do is as prisoners. Look, dude, I understand that you're like ranger guy or whatever, mm-hmm. and you have a plan, but I don't want to go into this thing not knowing the whole thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to go in as a prisoner, but I need to know what your end game is here. I'm getting huge ranger danger vibes here. And he sits down on like a stump. There's a sickness at the heart of the forest. The knowledge trees that sit at the center of elven culture and dictate our laws and ways have been poisoned over time by the machinations of the ambitious, greedy, and foolhardy. And at the center of the forest is the great tree, which wilts 
and dies as we speak. And as it dies, we die. He nods. Your mother, Ileana, saw this sickness coming. There was nothing she could do about it. The court wouldn't let her. And as the spirit walker, now, you are the only living entity that has a hope of understanding the sickness of the trees and healing it. And to get you and Tuck and Billy to that great tree, we need to get you into the forest. And the only way that that will be accepted is as my prisoner. So cool. <laughs> so, and he kind of nods to the ropes in your hands. We look at each other? I'm in. You in? Yeah, I'll do it. Kay. Tuck says, and then he hog ties himself. Yeah. <laughs> do what how? Do, Unnecessarily. Do whatever you want to me, Nathaniel. <laughs> yeah, Billy oh. rolls himself up in the rope like a carpet. Uh-huh. All right, I'm going to need someone to tie me off. Bing <laughs> pulls out the ball gig that he already had on him. Perfect. All right. Well, then I will see you in the forest. And he gets up and he starts to walk Wait, away. Wait, what? Aren't you taking us in? I, a king, the ranger king, dragging my own prisoners into my court like a dog walker. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> no. so insulting. <laughs> my talon will do this for me. And out of oh. the trees, four figures just melt out of the shadows. Whoa, okay. Whoa. Hey there. Holy fuck. <laughs> hey, fellas. Hi, I'm Bing. Four, four elves. Uh, one large burly with like a thick beard and like a brace of hatchets on his chest. Cool. cool. Uh, an older one with a shaved head and like a big scar across his nose. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're all just like, nice warriors. Yeah, yeah. That one's pretty hot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one... Young, fresh looking, you know, like it looks like the, the glow of youth on his skin uh, and, a, and a long bow. And then the last with a massive cat next to her takes her hood down and Ving, you see for the first time that girl from that place so <gasps> long ago, Wendy. Whoa. Uh, Wendy? Hi, Ving. <laughs> she walks up to you. It's been a long time. <laughs> you lean forward with like just just a, imperceptibly, just a little bit with the memory in your yeah, head. Yeah, just like is this gonna happen? Yeah, <laughs> she she leans she she goes to like cup the back of your yeah. head. Yeah, like, she, oh my god! Oh my she god, reaches oh my god, forward. Oh no, 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 no! There's hand, no way this is happening. Her hand brushes your cheek and reaches around to the back of your neck. Oh man. And the she slams the- a rag into your mouth <laughs> and pulls a b- cloth sack over your head, <laughs> and all is darkness. <laughs> and Big's leaning. Yeah, 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 yeah. His eyes are like fluttering closed. <laughs> yeah, and that's where we're gonna end it for this week. Uh, thank you for joining us. My name is Sean O'Hara. I've been your game master. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian of Dual Aziz. So long, everybody. Playing Ving, the Half Elf Druid, Paul Oppers. Take care, guys. Playing Fat Billy, the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. Bye, friends. Thank you to Aaron Reed for our intro and outro music you can find all of aaron's original music at aaronreed.bandcamp.com and all of the music that aaron's composed for the show written with lyrics by abdul and myself uh, at soundcloud.com and this show wouldn't be possible without our supporters around the world if you would like to support the show and get access to bonus content like a whole new bonus campaign set in the high spear mall uh, art 
lore, writing, merchandise, postcards, and a bunch of cool stuff. Check us out at patreon.com slash speltlore or speltlore.com slash money, please. You can also find us online at speltlore most places. Uh, and most of all, thank you to you for listening. We'll see you next time. And so ends the tale of Adventures 3 Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be For times abreast in revelry And though 